Good morning. So this morning we are doing the podcast in the car again because this is when I have time to do it. So welcome back to Kaylee Day's Hotel Reads, Writes, and Rants. Um, I'm going to do a quick book review on... um, Oh, now I've forgotten the name of the book. That's awesome. A quick book review on My Own Words by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, And then we're going to quickly talk about Doctor Who. And I'm going to do an interview with a woman who is learning how to be courageous in her everyday life. So the point of the overall topic today will be courage. Um, The reason that we've got the Ruth Bader Ginsburg this particular episode of the new season of Doctor Who and this interview is that in each instance it was a woman facing odds that are against them and uh, finding the courage to do things anyway. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's book is not actually a memoir as it might seem. It is actually a compilation of a bunch of writings that she has done, thus in my own words, um, from the time she was a child Um, all the way through to um, some of her Supreme Court decisions and talks and speeches that she's given as a keynote speaker. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, if you're not familiar, is a Supreme Court justice in the United States. Um, Right now, she's kind of had a resurgence in popularity with the website Notorious RBG. She is infamous um, as a feminist and... um, one of the people, one of the things that you see often associated with her is the fact that she will dissent on opinions held by the Supreme Court. Um, I know that there's a lot of people who think that, oh, well, that I dissent is an RBG thing. It's not really. Any Supreme Court justice who does not agree with the decision of the court is allowed to dissent and often does. However, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is famous for dissenting in Um, a lot of equality and women's rights issues. She was uh, the lead um, counselor for the ACLU in the 60s. She was the first female tenured professor at Rutgers and Columbia Universities. Um, She was one of the first women to go through the law in Harvard. And she did all of that while being a wife and mother and Jewish in a time when none of those things would get you into law school. So the book is, it's quite interesting. It's um, compiled by some women that she worked with in the past, all also lawyers. Um, They edit some of the speeches down for clarity and um, efficiency, but she has a very brilliant mind. And even at a young age, you can see um, her liberal stance. Um, It's not possible to say that she's not liberal. She is extremely, she was um, sworn in by Bill Clinton in the 90s, 93, I think. Um, And then she continues to be a vocal supporter of equal rights and women's rights. Um, She handles gender inequality issues, regardless of whether they were were men or women. Um, The good thing about this book is that because it is written um, as a compilation or a compiling of a bunch of different documents, it's possible to read one or two chapters, then come back to it. Um, That's not how I read, but a lot of people like to read that way. 
So, um, the book is new out this year, but the documents in it date back to the 40s and 50s, um, all the way through till now. So I would highly recommend, if you are at all curious in American history, recent politics, um, RBG in general, um, the current happenings in the United States, or just getting to know more about her, um, this is definitely a good book to pick up. Um, it's in hardcover at the moment. Most of the documents you can find in it um, are already in public record, but um, it's nice, it's convenient, it's clear, and it's well laid out. So, um, as a woman who clearly defines what it means to be courageous and strong and going against the norm, um, I think that this is definitely a book that you should pick up. Now, going into the episode of Doctor Who, that is the link to this, is not last this week's episode, but the week before, as usual, I'm a week behind, um, was called Rosa, and it uh, was about Rosa Parks. So, um, it's interesting that an episode of a British TV series would take place in Alabama in the 1950s with a bunch of British people with fake American accents. But given that American people quite often wander around with fake British accents that aren't very good, uh, I guess it's fair game for one or the other. Um, the girl, the woman who played Rosa did an amazing job. Um, it was interesting to see how you can simplify the story of the bus strike down so that anyone who watches Doctor Who, regardless of age, can follow the thought process. It's interesting also to see how prevalent racism was, and unfortunately I can't say was, I must say is, because you can see it combined with things that are happening right now. Um, for example, the mass shooting at the synagogue last week um, in Pittsburgh. It's depressing, it's horrific, and it's insane. Um, but Rosa Parks was also a woman who showed everyday courage by just showing up and deciding, no, one day I've just had enough. I'm going to stay in my seat. I'm not going to move just because you've asked me to. There is no reason for it. I, I am done with this. Um, and this is in a time when it is not okay for her to do that. One, she is a woman. Two, she was a black woman. And um, that's just, she had literally no say in the matter. She got arrested for sitting in a bus seat. Um, but because of her act of bravery in that instance, she sparked a an entire movement, a civil rights movement, that then saw the boycott of the buses in Alabama um, leading to the eventual repeal of Jim Crow laws. Now, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination saying that due to those repealing laws, things are great. They're not. Things are horrible. Um, being black in America basically means that you get to have a bullseye on your back and it's unfair and it needs to change. And I feel like by Doctor Who doing that episode last week, it's a reminder that you can and will make a difference if you choose to be brave when the opportunity comes to you. So now I'm going to interview my friend. Um, her name is Lucy. 
unless she wants a fake name, but it's too late now because I've already said it. Uh, <laughs> um, this woman is a very impressive woman. She is a single mom. She works a full-time job, a more than full-time job 90% of the time. Um, she's going to school to earn her master's degree in um, notary, I don't know, are you notary sciences or notary art? Applied legal studies. Applied legal studies. She also has a real British accent, so, you know. Um, That's what you think. <laughs> she's actually a spy. So, um, this is a woman who went through a divorce in a foreign country. Now, it may not sound foreign because of her accent. However, she spent most of her life living here, so really it was. Um, dragged all the way across the world, and then on her own, picked things up and came back to her home with her daughter, and has been working as a single mom um, ever since. She has recently um, taken a journey into open-mindedness, which has never been really her... Uh, Forte, she's a she's been a big believer in like the Dale Carnegie how to win friends and influence people, but that didn't necessarily mean that she agreed with what people were saying. Um, her own personal journey has led her to a place where she is now facing every day with more courage than she would have two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, and so we are going to ask her some questions about how she has come to this place and what she thinks she can do, um, what she plans to do going forward, and how she manages to face every single day with courage regardless of what things are happening in her life. Um, as a mom, we all know that it's hard to uh, fall apart when we feel like we need to because we have a little one watching what we're doing to figure out how they need to react to things. So, Lucy. Uh, that was a remarkable introduction. Thank you, and I didn't even write it. I just came up with it as I was talking. Um, thank you for agreeing to let me record your voice. Um, so, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what kind of courage it takes you to get out of the bed and be the amazing Wonder Woman, Bomb Woman with red, blue, and gold nails that you are? <laughs> um, that's a very loaded question, actually. Well, most days I don't get have courage to get out of bed since it takes me an hour to get out of bed. But every day I have courage to get out of bed so that I can prove to my daughter mostly that no matter what happens in life, you can always become stronger and learn lessons, even if it's really difficult sometimes to see that, especially when things are really crazy and you have 5,000 things going on at once. Yes, yes. And um, as a daughter who is eight and depends on you 100% of the time, um, what kind of... Um, model for courage do you think she is seeing when she sees you do all the things you do including keeping your house immaculate regardless of broken legs and knees elbows arms or whatever it happens to kidneys. be kidneys kidneys yes yeah yeah um or what do you hope she sees when she's watching you um i hope she sees two things first of all i hope she sees that you can take on life and get achieve everything you want to achieve 
but I also hope she sees that you don't have to do it with perfection and that's really difficult for me to say because I'm such a perfectionist <laughs> but that it's okay sometimes to fall and it's okay sometimes to ask for help and it's okay sometimes to suck at something oh my goodness I know <laughs> but in the end you if you just persevere and you use your community around you you will you can achieve what you want to achieve even maybe if it's not the way that you thought you would get there I think that's an important comment too is the thing about the community is um, not just as a single mom but as a human in general um, we need to have people around us do you think that um, you would have the same sort of community if you had stayed in England following your divorce or do you think that you're better off having to struggle being a single mom all the time but having your community of family around you well the ironic thing was when I lived in England I didn't work I didn't do school I didn't I wasn't as busy at all as I am right now mm -hmm. but because I didn't have as much community I was much more stressed yeah and now I look at my life and I'm going to school and I'm going to work and I'm raising this child by myself and I trying to train for this marathon next year and driving a shift while your friend sticks over <laughs> driving a five six speed manual vehicle my friend shoving a phone in my face <laughs> um meanwhile just finished battling through some medical concerns and and everything that comes with it and I feel less stressed but I probably think it's because of the support that I have that makes sense um, so what are some tools that you could recommend to people that when things are down, you've got, you already mentioned your community, but when things are feeling stacked up on, on you, what are some things that can help people get through the day or even through the next 20 minutes? Okay, this one's going to make Kaylee laugh because she's going to be so <laughs> proud of me for saying this. Um, maybe I should give a little backstory on this, but generally I am a perfectionist. I like everything done a certain way. I like everything done. I don't like things not being done. I like to clean my baseboards for fun and, <laughs> and I just generally like everything to be done. So you know what? Sometimes it's okay for things to not get done. Oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, eventually they'll get done, of course, because I can't not leave it forever, but eventually is okay. Eventually is okay. Which for you is huge. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't believe I just admitted that on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either, but I'm proud of you. Um, so done is better than perfect is a better kind of thing for you than at this point in your life than... Um, I think, no, I don't think so because it, it, done is not better than perfect for me, but not done now is, is okay for it to be done perfectly later. Okay. Okay. I what you're <laughs> um, or close to perfect. Nothing's ever perfect. Is there anything that you rely on daily? Like, um, I know that you're not a big reader, but you are a fan of podcasts and, um, videos and TED Talks and things, are there any that you would recommend to people as an um, incentive or a um, kind of inspiring way to get through? Um, I listen to a lot of, I listen to, I listen to a lot of variety of people, podcasts, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, I like to listen to what other people's opinions are and how they get through things. I mean, obviously you take everything with a, what is it, pinch of salt, grain of salt, whatever you say. I say grain, you say pinch. Oh, so well, there you go. There's, really there's the language barrier. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a fake accent. <laughs> you and your spies. But I don't know. I think it's important to 
pay attention to what everyone else is saying and take insight from other people without getting too hung up on what other people say is right or wrong. Yeah, that's good. And I mean, um, given that it's not easy, um, if you know Lucy, you know that taking advice is not her favorite thing in the world. Like, she gathers the advice and then takes what she wants out of it. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I just mean it's a big thing for you to listen to a bunch of different advice and yeah. go. Um, it's easy. And I don't think it's just you, though. I think that women and people in general, we live in an echo chamber and we want to hear back what we say. For example, I don't like hearing people say I'm not a feminist because I believe that women should want to be equal to men. That, period. That's it. And so, for me, hearing people say, oh, I'm a feminist, oh, I'm a feminist, oh, I'm a feminist, I agree, and I go, oh, yes, of course you are, you smart, smart woman. And then, every so often, people are like, I don't know, I don't know what feminism is, blah, 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 and then I'm like, I get my back up, because I'm like, that makes no sense, how can you not want to be equal, blah, 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 and then I have to remind myself that they just said they don't know what feminism is, not that they hate feminists and they want them all to die. Well, they maybe mean they're not an active feminist. They're not going out, like, trying to teach feminism and, and educate people. They're just, maybe they believe in equal rights. They just don't really actively think about it as much as you do. Exactly. But what I mean is, like, we live, we enjoy living in our own echo bubble. We want the people around us to repeat what we say. But that's not actually a very healthy way to grow. Um, because for me, if I had kept that up, I would still be a housewife burning my rice and feeling extremely miserable because the people that I surrounded myself with at that point were also housewives who burned rice and were not particularly happy. Um, you burn rice? You burn rice by leaving it in the pot and walking away and forgetting to turn it down. Yes. Believe me, it's very easy. But, you know, you perfectionist people probably have never burned a grain of rice in I make life. exceptional rice. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> You're Wonder Woman. Uh, hey, I can burn water if I want to. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's helpful to get opinions that differ from yours. Do you find that to be true or does it just annoy the crap out of you? Um, I'd say 50%, half of column A, half of column B. Like, <laughs> it really does. I, I think it's helpful. It depends on my mindset, too. Some days I'm like, I really need opinions of other people just to see what other people would do in this situation because especially when it's a really emotional situation it's easy to get clouded your judgment gets clouded so it's nice to get some clarity from other people mm -hmm. but then sometimes people just get too carried away and then you're just like ah oh, that's enough well and the thing too is I think that depending on who you like to listen to like for example I introduced you to Rachel and Dave Hollis mm -hmm. I love Rachel and Dave Hollis you love Dave Hollis <laughs> <laughs> I do love Dave Hollis sorry Rachel <laughs> <laughs> but to you, he speaks to your mindset. Yeah, and his voice is soothing. His I could listen to his soothing. voice all day. That's very true. I wish he would do more podcasts. <laughs> but yes, um, that's the thing. Is it's like it doesn't mean that you don't agree with everything Rachel says. She's yeah. just not. She doesn't speak your language, no, whereas no. Dave Hollis does. Yeah, he does. So um, I feel like. Is there anything that you do for your own self outside of like? just inspiring and whatever that make you feel good about yourself to have the confidence to be courageous to carry on with your life well over the last couple weeks I would say couple weeks more like a couple months I started to write a journal every day something that Kaylee's been trying to get me to do for years <laughs> and I was always like that's a stupid waste of time absolutely ridiculous 
but actually I find it helpful because then I can get all my bad thoughts, difficult thoughts, goals, everything out onto a page so that when I wake up the next day I feel like it's a brand new day and it's not spinning around my head because I've released it. That is very helpful, something I do for me. So one of the things that she's saying is, if you want to be happy and healthy, listen to me. So please subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm single, so if there's any good-looking men, subscribe to that too. Yes, please leave a comment below if you are looking for a beautiful British spy. That has no time. That has absolutely no time for you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. And thank you, Lucy, for participating (laughs) today. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. I hope that you uh, guys learned something or got some inspiration or have some comments to add in the um, comment section on the podcast. I will see you again next week when hopefully I will still only be one episode behind on Doctor Who. And we will be talking about Mindy Kaling's book, Um, Is everybody hanging out without me and other concerns? And believe me, I love the fact that on the cover of the book, she is doing my standard mouth to the side pinch face thingy that if you go onto my Instagram, you'll see 90% of my pictures look like. And none of mine look like that. No, yours are all the big blue eyes thing, which you don't even have blue eyes. So it's impressive that you managed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a great Tuesday. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.